Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Devil's Do. I am your host, Carl Duty. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, my friend, co-host, man who I love and appreciate, Mr. Drew Celestino. Here we are again, folks, um, opening in our show on a more somber note because felt it was inappropriate to open in our normal fashion. Um, once again, we are faced with tragedy, anger, frustration, questions why, things that we just don't have answers for. Uh, of course, I'm referring to the tragic shooting that took place in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles, Las Vegas, um, a couple of days ago. Fifty-six people, I believe, dead. A couple hundred more wounded. Because some guy, for some reason, I don't think we're ever really going to know the reason, decided he needed to be evil, become evil incarnate. Because that's that's what it was. It was evil. It's frustrating. It's aggravating. Um, I asked, I'd asked Drew if it was appropriate to do a show this week. Uh, Drew felt it was. And I talked to a couple other people. Everyone said, yeah, got to do it. So we're here to hopefully make your day a little brighter. I know it doesn't really sound that way with the way we're starting out. But again, uh, there's a time and place for reverence and respect. Uh, normally, you can make the argument we're irreverent and disrespectful to many things. And we're going to get to that. We're, uh, we're going to put on a show for you guys. And we're going to do our best to put smiles on your face. But um, again, it's got to be said. Um, so I've been through a whole roller coaster of emotions with this. Pretty much when I woke up. Monday morning and saw what had happened. I stayed off social media for the majority of the day because I kind of figured what it was going to be. It could be one of three things, either, you know, guns are bad or guns are good or thoughts and prayers. Frankly, I didn't want to hear any of it. I didn't want to hear any of it. I didn't want to hear people touting the need for guns because there just isn't. I'm sorry. Uh, I normally don't get political on this show, but the Second Amendment is arcane and outdated. It was written at a time when the deadliest weapon was a single-shot musket, and we had just got done fighting a war. We had no military or militia for ourselves. The Constitution was written today. Probably wouldn't have a Second Amendment. Um... At the same time, I didn't want to hear people standing on piles of corpses pushing their political agenda. Don't get me wrong. I'm 100% for gun laws and gun reform and getting rid of assault rifles and things like that. But I think there's a time to let let pass before we get into all that. I'm not saying we shouldn't have the, the discussions. I'm just saying let's. there's a time. So, I'm probably letting some anger and frustration out. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah. What do you got, buddy? Uh, 
Can't say much more than you already have. Uh, it's like we yeah, we're we're dealing with a tragedy a month nowadays. It seems yeah. like, if not more often than that, it's thoroughly terrible. I don't need to tell you that. You know that, and yep. I really don't have much to say about it because you kind of covered all the bases there. Um, yeah, uh, spare me the slippery slope with governing weaponry. Uh, might as well outlaw all knives if you get attacked with a knife. Yeah, guess what? Someone that attacks you with a knife, <clears throat> they have far less capacity to maim and wound 500 plus people and yeah. kill 56, or is it 58 now? Either way, uh, that many people, from a distance, from a, di- from a protected room th- uh, 12 stories up in the sky, yeah. raining down upon innocent people. Yeah. 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 Spare me your gun talk. Okay, I don't want to hear it. It's ridiculous. Maybe we can try doing something other than nothing at all. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe you know. You know what? I'm at a point, and this is spare me all of that. The, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. You're Do, you're wrong, and you're clutching to your. What are you? What are you clutching to? Well, I'm a responsible. Go- good for you. A lot of people aren't. Yeah, and may it's it's something that I've just gotten like cynical about because nothing's going to happen nothing's going to be done. no oh god no. the second the no. day not a thing the day we said it was okay that a school full of children oh yeah got shot up yeah that was the day i resigned myself nothing's ever gonna happen no, ra is just gonna throw money at it not only did not only way. did nothing change we have a segment of the population that believes it was a hoax for god's sake well one guy on a no. radio show. Yeah. Oh, he has people. And yeah. I, I, I'm done discounting yeah. I'm done discounting those people as crackpots, because guess what? Those crackpots are out there en masse. And crackpots like that are what we have an ineffective, limp, weak, pathetic leader who got elected in this country by these nimrods who put him in office. Sorry, folks, but I'm just going there today. I don't care. Yeah, the, the, the two the two events are not related, but you know what? This is the, this is where we're at right now. And I'm just it's yeah. it's baffling. Yeah. It's baffling to watch stupidity rain and terrible things rain, and we just let it go because we want to cling to these outdated notions of what we are and who we are. My guns and my freedoms. and Dude, no one's encringing on anything. No one's coming over the Canadian border to, to assault your home. Yeah. No, you're not being invaded by anyone. So stop clutching your pearls. Oh, I'm sorry, your guns. Same thing. Who cares anymore? So yeah, anyway, I'm, I had to get that off my chest. I'd rather talk about almost anything else. Um, to, uh, to quote Simpsons, the, the screwballs have spoken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good episode. Yeah. Good episode. Um, so, oh, yeah, you were hitting the heads of malice this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, we're both frustrated, we're both upset, but we're going we're gonna to press on... Uh, do, hopefully do a good show for you. It's going to be, not going to lie to you folks, going to be kind of tough this week, not because of what happened, but because nothing else is really happening in our kind of realm here. Well, New York Comic Con's um, coming up, like you said, and there's probably going to be some fallout from that. And yeah. Everyone's kind of clinging to uh, to that. So, so not to worry. Well, we, we got things. We got stuff. Yeah. We can talk so, about stuff. So as frustrated, as angry as we are. Um, Sorry to lead off with all the venom, folks. No, I mean, we got <laughs> we to talk about it because it's like it's like I said when Charlottesville happened. We We've got microphones in front of us and at least some people listen to us and it's ir- i i feel personally when something like this happens it's irresponsible for us to start the show the way we normally sure do. no i, I hear so, you man start show get out of the way get down to business um especially for for me as a father 
Now, yeah, you have a whole different perspective on this, yeah. and I, I feel that. I, I can't appreciate it totally, but uh, I do appreciate the fact that for you with a child, the world the way it is seems to be going, that's uh, very spooky, for sure. Yeah, and with you know with with all the stuff we talk about you know yeah we know these characters aren't real and whatnot but i am comforted by a quote from c.s lewis that my friend gave me when i was talking to him about whether or not you know the show should be done this week this quote simply says since it is so likely that children will meet cruel enemies let them at least have heard of brave knights and heroic courage and obviously with story of tragedy like this, there are also stories of brave knights and heroic courage of those who were there. Um, not just the first responders, which, you know, run into danger when people are running away, but also just normal people there stepping up and being heroes and just laying down over people willing to give up their lives for someone they don't know or someone who might've been hurt. So for you guys, all you first responders and all you uh, heroes without a badge who were there that night, uh, this show's for you. Man, I tell you, it, and then and this is also, it kind of does come after, for me, it's just my own, my little spin on it. Uh, this comes after the uh, shootings in France at the Eagles of Death Metal concert and the bombing at the Ariana Grande concert yeah. in London. And now a mass shooting at a concert in 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 uh, Las Vegas. I'm a performer. Yeah. I remember vividly the morning I woke up and found out that Dimebag Daryl got killed on stage. Uh, killed on stage. Uh, I mean, dude, I'm a Pantera guy. Like that blew my mind, and the thought that that could happen never even entered. Yeah, you know, well, who who thinks that could ever happen? So you know, just as a as a performer, I get I'm a little weirded out and just. You know, I don't know. I've I've played a lot of shows and I've seen some sketchy people at shows and I never, you know, you don't really think about that stuff. But uh, I don't know. Who who knows? Yeah. Who knows what can happen at any given point in time? It's yeah. very uh, disconcerting to say the least. Um, I try not to let that stuff bother me, but I'm just getting increasingly cynical and not for nothing. I'm getting increasingly like terrified <laughs> of basically everything. Wish I had a better uh, closer than that, but I'm at the point now, dude, where if there's like a, a, a thunderstorm and I see lightning, I have a hesitation for a split second where I think, is that it? Is that the bomb? My, my, we going to get nuclear vaporized? <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. Like, no, I know. Tensions are high. Well, if it makes you feel These better. These are the times we live in, and I'm, I'm sitting here worrying about being turned to dust. If it makes you feel you know, better, we live within stone, so the second most tactical target on the East Coast. Oh? Niagara Falls. Why is that a tactical target? Uh, power generation. Hmm. First one, of course, being Washington, D.C. Second is Niagara Falls. I feel like I want to move inland. <laughs> <laughs> no, All of a sudden. You really don't. No, you're right. You know what? If it's going to happen, I'd probably want to be wiped out right away. Yeah. Well, you, live you, want, the- you want to have the Sarah Connor view of it. I mean, who wants to live in the you know irradiated wasteland that to f- to follow and with the, with the cannibals and the uh, you know yeah. roving gangs of uh, Lord Humongous and, and the leather and and the gas shortages and stuff. But you could be. Did you see Mad Max uh, Fury Road? I didn't. 
I know, I, I know. I wanted to. I just never got. You could to it. be the dude riding on with the, the big guitar? thing with the, the flames peeling guitar <laughs> and the amps. I could do that. Sure, I could do that. I've seen the pictures. <sighs> All right. So exhale. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get the show underway. I think we've pretty much discussed how our weeks were. Did we? Um, well, really. <laughs> this has all been kind of the last two days. Yeah, that's things true. were better before that. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll uh, we we shall we shall stand on ceremony, sir. Opening statements. How was your week? Oh, just peachy up until recently. Um, so we had uh, our little game night on we did. Friday. Games. Um we played some some new stuff. We played some tempura, stuff, tempura, I told which you. was a lot of fun. I yeah, enjoyed it. Told you. What else did we play? It's a nice little palate cleansing game. Yeah. Um I don't think we played anything else too elaborate. We played one other game, then we switched over to the Tempura. What did we play? What the heck did we play? Oh folks, we keep up so well with our so our gamings. Um You know, I don't know, but it probably wasn't memorable, apparently. So it's all good. It's all good. All right. It's all good. Uh, SNES Classic did come out. We'll talk about that in mass a little bit, I think, because yeah. it's worth discussing. Um, <clears throat> Saturday, back at it with uh, with the band, and uh, quite a bit of activity going on there. New song, Taking Shape. That new song I was working hard on. Um, we ended up getting into it, and um, it's pretty sweet. Everyone seems to have a good feel for it, and everyone seems to like it, so I think it's going to be a winner. Um, we'll see what happens though with our release schedule because historically, you know, when we do an album, you're talking about a whole stretch of recording time, mixing time and time, 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 time. Yeah. So we might experiment and like drop a song and then carry on. So like, Hey, here's something new. Hmm? My way we're done. No, (laughs) 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 not that exactly. Uh, we might, we might put something out and then, uh, you know, let that percolate on the interwebs for a while. Let people kind of take it or leave it. Remind them that we're still here. And then, uh, you know, carry on with the work of uh, making the rest of the album. We'll see. I'm not sure if that's going to work or not. But it, yeah, maybe. Good, good work. Good work. Um, anyway, let's see. What else happened on Saturday? Uh, it was my anniversary this weekend. Wedding anniversary. I know. I think we share one, do we not? Uh, We share a day, uh, but not a year. That's correct. So on Saturday, the day before, because Sunday was going to be kind of a bit of a mess for us, we uh, went to Roost. Roost? Roost. New restaurant on uh, Niagara Street. Um, Cool vibe. Very hip. uh, Crowded. Needed reservations and whatnot. Um what I will say is it is good, but not great. Okay. But not unfairly priced. So take it or leave it. Um, but it's got a, you know, it's, it's a new hotspot. So I'm just giving you my yeah. objective take of the new hotspot. How long have they been open? I'm going to say about a year-ish. Maybe okay, a little, so maybe they a little... should have their footing by now as far as Oh, their, they're, I'm their assuming they're doing very well. The ba- oh, here's the thing. Yeah, the chef uh, is one of these. I, I I am reluctant to use the word famous because we live in Buffalo, New York, and yeah. you know, famous is very relative. But apparently, he's a chef of some renown. Okay. And uh oh, something's going on. Uh oh, yeah, that happened too. We got a new foster dog. I'll tell you about that in a second. So, um, we went to roost, and uh, 
we were informed by the waitress, like, oh, have you been to, I forgot the guy's name, but he went to Chef, uh, whatever his name is, we'll say Chef other restaurants before, we're immediately like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, re- the... You know what zip code you're in, right? Yeah. I guess the, the menu here rotates frequently. Every couple weeks, they do a new theme. Okay. So currently, it was a fall theme. Okay. Um, Pumpkin spice. Some of that. Jen got a fall soup. Okay. It was uh, squash, apples, the things you generally would associate with fall. Kind of a puree, though, you know, like a creamy. Yeah, not things I associate with soup. Uh, Apple, anyway. Oh, you try? Yeah, you can do it. Um, but there was a there was a hidden note in this soup that was actually quite delicious. It was like, uh, did you ever minestrone soup? No, that's like Italian wedding soup, right? Not exactly. Minestrone. Minestrone spinach in it, doesn't it? Uh, it's got a lot of stuff in it. Because <laughs> I'm allergic to spinach. Hmm. Oh. That's an odd allergy. It, it, it's very I, specific. I, I think you just don't like it. No, sir, no. You know what it does for Popeye? It does the exact opposite for me. If I ingest spinach for the next 24 hours, I better be within 10 feet of a bathroom. Oh, dear. And there better be a bucket oh, in dear. the bathroom, too. Oh, dear. Because the body expels everything out of any available orifice. Wow. Spinach coming out your eyes and everything. Yep. Well, 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 okay. In any case, it had a By slight... By all means, carry on with your meal description. It, it had a slight <laughs> note of lentil and minestrone soup in it, which was quite delicious, actually. It's a bit nutty. Uh, a bit nutty. Um, we had we shared a nap. We had a prime rib pizza, which is pretty... pretty that was actually pretty good. That was like the all-star of the night. Um, entrees, like I said, they were good, but not great. Check it out. Don't... Uh, but if you if you hear about it and everyone... If someone tells you that it's like the latest and greatest and you have to go because it's amazeballs, it's not really amazeballs. <laughs> it's just pretty good. Okay. Um, so we got a new foster dog, as you met. You met Ellie. Yes. Five months old. My, oh, my she's, hands met Ellie, too. Yeah. She likes to chew. She's got those puppy needle teeth. Still got puppy teeth. She's some kind of uh, lab uh, retriever mix of some kind. So she's, oh, she's got energy. Yep. She's very cute, though, and she likes to snuggle. So she's all right. She's she's okay in my book. She's She's doing good. So she's up for adoption. That's exciting. Sunday, beer and football, as per usual. Um, Bill's had a good win this this week. Yeah, I'm not jumping on any sort of bandwagon. Oh here. yeah, it's still. I've seen the sack before. Yeah, sir. yeah. Yep. No, I have, but I'll I'll call a good win. You know, two weeks in a row, it's a good nice, wins. It's a nice little win. Talk to me yep. after Thanksgiving. <laughs> then we'll see where we're at. We'll take inventory at that point because you know, long way to go. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, really, that's about it. Then, uh, you know, Monday, Monday Night Raw's Monday Night Raw. It's the Roman show, three-hour Roman show, um, with some other stuff sprinkled in. And uh, that is the week. Cool. Oh, I'm back to the gym today. Back to the guy? I'm back. Dude, I was off for a month with this, with this, this illness. Yeah. And it's, you know, it got to the point where, like, I wanted to go back, and then as I was sick, my desire to go back decreased. Mm. And then it's just like, uh, then you start finding reasons why not to go. Yeah. Like, like, I don't yep. want to go back. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because mm-hmm. now I'm off my routine. Yeah. So today, finally, now that I am at like 98.7% normalcy, 
Yeah. Let's just say I have like the slightest tinkering of, of sinus once in a while and the cough today. Oh my God, today might be the first day that I haven't coughed incessantly in a little while. So that's good. It's, yeah, it's coming along. Maybe by 2018, I'll be, I'll be up to a hundred percent. It'd be great. Uh, anyway, back to the gym today. I, I committed. I went. I'm sore. <laughs> yeah. I've, I, I've been weakened. I have been weakened. So I had to kind of ease myself back into uh, the routine, and all of my numbers have plummeted. So I'm back, and now I must work my way back up. And on top of that, I think I'm actually going to take the month of October, and I'm going to hit it pretty hard. So there's going to be gym day, and then on non-gym days, I'm going to be doing probably yoga and riding the bike here at home. Cool. So it's going to be kind of hardcore. I've heard of this thing called Sober October. Have you heard of this? No. Oh, wait, yeah, I heard it on uh, on Babylon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see you doing that. No, me neither. Yeah, I just thought no. I'd bring it up, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> just put it out there. Of, of all the months for you to attempt to not drink beer, October is not one of them. Fall is the worst. No. Not not with uh, not with like my Sunday rituals, but my old man. So it's just yeah. not a, not a good time yeah. for me. Hockey season's back. I mean, no. come on, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm back at the gym. I'm I'm, I'm on a plan though. I'm That's gonna good. I'm gonna start working harder. And uh, if I if I can't drop my favorite beer hobby, <laughs> then I can at least maybe maybe scale back a, a bit, <laughs> a bit. <laughs> Instead of four, maybe I'll have two. Just remember the words of Scrooge you know, McDuck. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck always said, work smarter, not harder. That's that, Yeah, that's the plan. That is the plan. <laughs> <sighs> and I bottled my stout on Sunday, too. I, I did all kinds of stuff. Bottled the stout so Sunday. Stuff. So the stout will be uh, ready to rock in a few weeks. But you know what? The stouts, you can age them for a year. It'll, it'll still be fantastic. It'll, it's only going to get better. So that's exciting. Too. It's very exciting, actually. Too. It's tasty. You like nice. coffee. I do like coffee. I think you'd like this stout. All right. Just putting that out there. All right. Okay. That's me. I, I've babbled long enough. Babbled on. I, well, yeah. Uh, sans recent events. How was your week? Okay. Um, Friday, we had game night. It was good to get back into the uh, our normal game night. Rhythm. You had a little hiatus there. Yeah. There's a couple things. Um uh, coming up, um, I will be out of the rotation again next week because I will. will. I will not only be at a wedding; I will be performing at a wedding. You're, I am now a fully ordained minister of the Universal Life Church. You are the MC. Yeah, I'm the most. Didn't didn't didn't. You're now married. <laughs> yes, good, very good. Like if you and Jen want to renew your vows after we get done with this, I can do that. Pump the brakes. We'll get to that. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're just. Wow, sir. It's a good thing Jen doesn't listen to the show. Not so much because I don't want to, but things like that. I don't know if you know this about me. This is funny. I'll bring this up only because it's apropos right now. I'm very. <clears throat> like. I have this thing with. Uh, what's the term? Uh, uh, landmark dates and, and like big round numbers. Okay. So, ergo, getting married October first, two thousand ten. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that was, and I proposed it after we were together for ten years. 
I thought about it prior. Then I'm like, well, ten years is coming up. Yeah. I'll do it at ten. Like I'm, I'm, I'm real. Like we're. I, I leave for work at a very specific time every day. I take my lunch at a very specific time. So I'm, you've got a little bit of OCD. I guess you can call it that. Sure. Okay. Or I'm just I'm a creature of habit. Maybe that's it. But with with numbers and stuff, like if there's a if it's an occasion of some kind, I like to celebrate the occasions. We just had our seventh anniversary. To renew now would be silly. Ten is ten is a key number, man. Not not six, seven, not seven, ten. Ten is the key number. Uh, that's funny. Well, if you guys want to do it in year ten, I can do it. Sure. So yeah, that took all of like thirty seconds to do online. That's amazing. Yeah, cost forty bucks. Okay, so you got some. I got to get. I have to get the documentation because New York State requires like official license. Some states don't require like a licensed deficient or anything do you have an outfit or of some kind i don't have like a like a priest outfit if that's what you're talking about it's just just not necessarily like a, that but some kind of official i i you know i bought a new a robe of some kind no god no uh, a cape no, perhaps i've got a cape i'm not gonna wear it to marry them <laughs> i would no top hat monocle no no i'm I'm a wedding officiant, not Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Jeez. Ascot? I might wear an ascot. There you go. <laughs> you gotta class this up a bit. <laughs> no, I um I I dropped a little bit of coin at men's warehouse okay. last night. Okay. I love fine clothes. Yeah. Okay. Damn are they expensive. Mm-hmm. And all I got was like a tie of Veston pair of pants. Cause I already had the shirt. Okay. Yeah, that was that hurt. But it's all for a good cause. So yeah, so next week I will be out for uh game night because I'll be officiating a wedding. Uh Saturday was a X Wing tournament. How'd you do this time? Yeah. Oh come on, oh, come on. Yeah. This one was I'm not gonna lie, this one was frustrating. Mm. This one really ticked me off because again, it was a it was a small turnout for the tournament there's only four of us um a lot of our stuff going on this weekend um so i kind of drew away from it i felt i'm not trying to like brag or sound superior or anything i felt i had the best ship build there okay but i just made stupid mistakes Ah. i just stupid stupid mistakes that that cost you yeah Yep. So. Is this the monthly tourney? The, well, different stores will have monthly tournaments. But this I, uh, was collectors in monthly, their monthly tournament. What I meant is, is this the one where if you lose pilots, they're out? No, no. This, okay. That's, that's the league. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was Thursday night. Gotcha. That was, I, I took a bounty Thursday night, but I still lost. Okay. So, mm. yeah, whatever. I got to get back to just trying to have fun. Now I'm starting to get too competitive with it and sucking <laughs> some of the fun out of it. That, that's what happens. So, yeah. I got just got to just have fun. Yep. Just enjoy it. So there's that. Uh, Sunday, I didn't even watch, like, most of the football games Sunday. Sunday, we met up with a friend of ours to have, like, coffee at Platters. Nice. Um, you been to the new Platters yet? I have not. You would really enjoy it. Oh? Your version of Sweets aside, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a yeah, high yeah. quality, <laughs> like, buffalo homegrown 
place, and they got like a good coffee shop there. So I do know, like my coffee. Fresh ground beans, mm-hmm. load up and everything, and fantastic iced teas too. Um, so yeah, I would definitely definitely take take the wife there. Platters, gotcha. Yes. Okay. Um, and again, it was it was mine and Julie's wedding anniversary. We didn't really do much. Hmm. It's well, got to be harder with the, with with child and whatnot. It, a little bit, but uh, we just kind of hung out for the day. You know, just browsed around some places, had some fun. Cool. Um, again, it's like it's our six year anniversary, so the whole round number thing. It's not like you know, you know, did something for the one, did something for the five. Now you wait for yeah, I feel yeah. you. After after ten, like fifty. Well, twenty five. Now twenty five, then fifty. No, ten. I would say. I would say then you go by decade? the tens. Okay. The that's decades. F- fair. That's fair. Okay. So. I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, will you now? <laughs> will you, Drew? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Sunday, then there was the football game, and then, yeah. And there then, we are. There we are. So, that was our week's. Uh, dear listeners, we appreciate you listening to us. We're going to do our best to try and put a smile on your face this week. If you would like to contact us, send us in any questions or comments for the show. You can do so at the following social media locations. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Devil's Due Pod. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Devil's Due Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Due Pod at gmail.com, or you can find all this information available to you on our website, the Devil's Due Podcast.com. That being said, Drew, yeah, time to get to cross-examination. Let us. All we got this week is our tried and trues, Mr. J. Gelsimino and Mr. Alan Waiters. That's all right. Starting with Mr. J. Gelsimino. Drew and Carl, I'm not watching Casino now after last week's laugh fest at my expense. Oh, we heard <laughs> Jay's feelings. He doesn't have any feelings. <laughs> I will instead be coming up with Jaws the Revenge fan fiction in lieu of questions. That, that sounds about right, actually. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to read it. It is Jaws the Revenge fan fiction. Yeah, I'm I'm good there. You good? <laughs> I'm good. All right, yeah, we'll skip it. Saw it once. It's got no questions. That enough. That's yeah. it? No, just a little fan fiction. Thanks for chiming in, Jay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. We'll, we'll read it. Okay. In my Jaws the Revenge, Martin Brody is alive and has to go to Universal Studios to deal with the malfunctioning Jaws ride they made after he wrote his memoirs about his run-ins on Amity. This is, this is very meta. Yeah. Very Un- great. This is Morrisonian. <laughs> <laughs> Unbeknownst to him, a new shark has entered the Disney Universal area and he must save the day with the help of from plucky Jonathan Brand is as his sidekick. See what I diss there? Type typos type spell type. check yeah 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 it's a nice mesh of Jaws three and four and eliminates Sequest from oh you know what he meant Jonathan Brandis oh yeah uh, Jay Jonathan Brandis is no longer among the living no yeah. no he's not yeah he no. decided to check out early yeah yep so that's and he said good day sirs. <laughs> Well, good day to you, sir. I hope you uh, we didn't ruin your day by telling you that Jonathan Brandis was dead. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Watch Sidekicks in his honor. Ah, Chuck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to Mr. Alan Waiters. Carl and Drew, 
What is your favorite part of fall? Oh, hockey season's back. I, I, I like that a lot. Halloween's fun. Um, that's that's really it. <laughs> I you know what what makes I'm a summer guy. I li- I like you know I like not have to go outside with a jacket on. I like sunglasses and and long days. <laughs> I like uh, falls like well the days are getting shorter now. Almost time for winter. Gotta chop the wood. <laughs> all this, you know, it's just, I, it, fall feels like a funeral march to me. <laughs> no, see, I'm the exact opposite. And what made the events of this week all the more aggravate is like I'd rather be starting off show talking about how happy I am that it's finally October. Uh, it's my favorite month of the year. Even though winter is my favorite season of the year, I do love the fall season. Like you mentioned, hockey's back, football's in swing. Uh, the weather, to me, becomes civilized. Um, <laughs> I enjoy a nice, cool, stiff breeze in the morning. Wakes me up, gets me going. See, I hate the wind. Um, Outright. The nature's just dying left and right and doing it in the most beautiful ways. Uh, oh, you're a leafer, are you? <laughs> I, w- I will not... Purposely, I will not go somewhere with the sole purpose of looking at leaves, but I will appreciate the scenery as I am driving around. Lousy leafers. <laughs> Dang leaf peepers. Uh, so my, yeah, just, yeah, Halloween. Love Halloween. I think we're going to break out the decorations Sunday. Good. Good, good, um, good. You know, as much as I love Halloween, I never do anything really fun for it. You know, it's it's tough because I love to hand out candy. And as if I remember correctly, right, yeah, we were doing the show this time last year. Yeah. Um, my neighborhood is a little... Mine too. A little dry. Yeah. So, and I don't want to go to someone else's house to do it. I want to be... I want my house to be... You're welcome to come to Mike Book's house. And, Didn't and I just say I don't want to go to someone else's house? You're not to going it. to hand out candy. You're going to terrify the locals. <laughs> And it's great. <laughs> it's amazing. And I can appreciate and respect that. I, I want my neighborhood to have that kind of traffic. Oh, I feel you. I understand. Um, so, yeah, I love Halloween. I think this year uh, we've got two costumes okay. for William, in case one doesn't work out. Uh, my mother is making him a Jawa costume. Okay. I can see that. Um, and then we also just found, like, this really cute shark costume okay. for him. So. Yeah, see what see what works, see what sticks. Star the shark costume was dirt cheap, so it was like five or six bucks. So I was like, "Cool, we'll get that as a backup." He's you just stuck. gotta teach him how to say "uchidi." Yeah, he's not uh he's not too keen about things on his head or his face yet. Mm. So, so flashlight eyeballs is gonna be a problem. No, yeah, the the blacked out <laughs> face, the the hooded face, yeah, um, with the glowing flashlight eyeballs, not gonna happen. Okay, just gonna have a little hood on it that he will promptly. Do we know what Jawas look like under the hood? Have they ever revealed that, like, in any of the expanded universe nonsense? That's my knowledge. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Carl, are you excited about the Mulan Sheshwan sauce returning this Saturday, even though it's only for a day? Are you surprised that a show like Rick and Morty has so much influence that it can bring back limited items? What other item would you like to see return? I think it's awesome that Rick and Morty has such following that this was able to happen. As far as the actual sauce itself, I, I don't eat at McDonald's anymore. So the, the 
level of excitement for me on that is just in the fact that they're doing it because of Rick and Morty. Um, as far as uh, as far as other McDonald's items, I would like to see make a comeback. Hmm, the McDLT. Remember the McDLT? No. It was like it came to you, like the they split the burger in half. Why would they do that? Because the cold stuff stayed cold and oh, the hot stuff stayed hot. Oh, I get it. That's clever. No, no. You know what I want back? You know what? I want? This might give me to go to McDonald's. If you say the McRib, I'm gonna laugh. No, no. Okay. God, no. It's overrated. The CB triple. The, the Cornelius Bennett triple. Oh yeah, yeah! Wow, that goes back a ways. Was yeah. that a local thing? Was that like just just well, every every like team had a represent like different McDonald's, oh, different like, in I Pittsburgh. See. Yeah, it would be yeah, like yeah. The Ben Roethlisberger. I yeah, I see. And and you know Dallas, it would be the uh, broken pieces chicken McNuggets of Tony Romo. He's retired now, man. I know he's probably still injured though. He's uh, a great analyst though. I'm sure he is. He's really good. Like he's oh, well, he's he's got charisma. Um, so yeah, that's or or mm-hmm. bring back the old glasses promotions for movies when they would have like the limited glasses. Oh yeah, you know what killed those? Batman, Batman. Returns. <laughs> well, no, they did it for Batman Forever. I had the oh, whole I set. Know. Did they? Yes, I had the whole set. They wow. were actually. I thought is, McDonald's got cold feet after Batman Forever or Batman Returns was a was a bleak mess. As as crap as the movie was, those glasses were legit. Okay, they were like cut and sculpted and everything. Like, well, the, I know the Returns ones were. I had the, the Catwoman one. It was amazing. The Two Face one. What the handle of it was the coin flipping in the air. Wow! And it was like it was really like the Two Face and the Riddler were mugs and the. Uh, the Batman and Robin ones were like taller glasses. They were those were probably the best that can come out of that movie. So yeah, that uh, yeah. So cool. Kudos to Rick and Morty. I think I might just be Rick for Halloween. That's an easy costume to do. Okay, give me an excuse to to drink. Don't roll your eyes, sir. You haven't bothered to watch the show. The show's I, awesome. I haven't, and and after all this, um, it, it's like. It's again the mounting the mounting pressure is making me Drew, less likely to watch it. Yes, with the success of Sam and Re- Samus Returns, yeah. Would you prefer a remake of Link's Awakening that came out for the Game Boy or a remake of Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse? Hmm. Do you see this as a trend since many people grew up with games like Samus Returns in the nineties? That is, a I think good he meant question. say grew up with games, yeah. not group. I heard you. I hear you. Um, I'd say it's a possibility, but uh, Link's Awakening, though I don't know. Maybe it's 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 possible. I thought but Link's Awakening was the one on the Super Nintendo. No, it was uh, Link to the Past, sir. Ah, uh. um, Link's Awakening's got possibilities. I don't know if uh, it'll happen per se, though. Um, that's not to say that it won't happen, but it. Mm, I don't see it happening though. I feel like Zelda's a franchise where when they're going to do new a new game, they just do a new game. Um, they kind of push forward no matter what. Uh, Metroid in this case, I'm not exactly sure what their motivation was with Sam- with Samus Returns to like make a you know remake the Game Boy yeah. game. But I'm kinda glad maybe they test the market, see if the desire is still out there. <sighs> I think I, I would think Nintendo's beyond that at this point. Like I think they should know that there's a starving market for Metroid. 
that will buy it almost regardless of quality yeah but did they really pay attention to american consumers that much or is it because i know Metroid's much bigger here than is in japan that's kind of been part of the problem getting well metroid games out here's the thing nintendo takes care of their own before they they worry about the gaijin oh you are absolutely correct (laughs) even me a diehard nintendo file will tell you sometimes i do feel like a redheaded stepchild to nintendo (laughs) Um, Stupid Yankees. But uh, Metroid uh, Samus Returns makes me think that they finally understand what the Metroid audience wants. It is more of a Western appeal than than Japan. I don't know why that is exactly, but we just seem to love that style game more and that kind of presentation more. The more, I don't know, simpler and and silent and without weird present uh, weird is the wrong word but without kind of the more eastern japanese presentation um because castlevania you know obviously is a similar style yeah. game but they but they but they layer in the anime influences and that's also konami that's yeah right exactly well konami's japanese i mean you know similar similar thing they 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 pack in the, Castlevania is more Eastern influenced than Metroid is. Let's put it that way. Um, but Samus Returns gives me hope that Nintendo kind of figured it out. Like other M, the one that everyone hates, they let the Eastern influence take over, and people did not like it. Yeah. And then Metroid had to go away for a while. <laughs> well, it's back. And it seems like they got the message, and they figured Pog out like form. it's it's back in pog form. So I think they know what they're. I think they know what people want. They even farmed it out to a Western dev team to yeah. make the to make the the game. So that gives me some hope that they've discovered what people want in a Metroid game, and that will that bodes well. But in terms of Zelda, uh, the Link's Awakening, and all that, I don't see it happening just because with Zelda, there's not that there there wasn't that need. There isn't a need to put out a trusted, um, has to be good product for Zelda. The way Samus Returns kind of had to be good, yeah, and new-ish. I mean, familiar but new. You know what yeah. I mean? Zelda doesn't have that. So if they're going to do a new Zelda game on the Game Boy Advance or, or not the Game Boy Advance, oh my god, the 3DS, uh, I think they'll just do it. But I hope they don't. I hope they just keep everything Switch focused from now on. But we'll see what do happens it. with that. Uh, Castlevania 3, not going to happen. Konami is basically, as far as I can tell, done yeah. with video games. I mean, yeah, not, I mean, yeah, metal, they're, they're gonna, they'll crap out a Metal Gear game now and again, but I mean, Kojima's gone, so who cares? Yeah. Uh, but Castlevania, nah, no way. I, I just don't see it. Iga had to leave. Bloodstained, man. Bring it mm. on. I want, I want Bloodstained. Actually, the, uh, before I came over here tonight, I was checking out, the PlayStation Store because mm-hmm. the Tuesday's the update, and the PlayStation, the free PlayStation Plus games for October came out. The latest Metal Gear is one of them. Five? Yeah. Oh, I like that. I was like, hmm, I, I will download that. I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, that franchise has had so many twists well, and yeah. turns in the story, it's, I wouldn't even know where to start. And that, and they changed the voice of Solid Snake in five. What yeah. is that nonsense? But if you, someone's giving it to you for free, you get to kick it out yeah. of bed for eating crackers? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> David Hayter's my boy. Get out of here, Kiefer. You're not my <laughs> solid snake. 
Anyway. Uh, so that does it for the questions, Alan and Drew. Thank you. Well, thank you, Alan, for the questions. And You're welcome, Carl, for the answers. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Drew, for the... Or thank you, Jay, for the... Now. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Kind of rattled today. Uh-huh. Jay threw me off by not asking any questions and just spinning us a yarn. I guess I look forward to more of his fan fiction in the weeks ahead. <laughs> Don't say that, because they'll keep writing it. It's not like he could be spending his time in more constructive manners, like watching, watching casino. casino. Yeah, watching casino. Yeah. Maybe we should just start, like... I'm just going to show up at his house with, with the DVD. With a copy of it? Yeah. Jay would appreciate artful profanity, and, and Joe Pesci in that movie, it's a master class. Yes. So... Yes. I feel for that alone, you have to watch it, it. It is a prime. It's prime De Niro, prime Pesci. Yeah. Um, Sharon Stone's good in it. Sharon Stone's great in it. Uh, James Woods. Yeah. Even though he's, the man's a scumbag. Oh, life, he's a total yeah. dirt. Well, he's a scumbag in the movie, so it all works out. Yeah. So uh, who else was good in that? Everyone. Yeah. Pretty much everyone. Basically everyone. Yeah. The only person that wasn't in that Don movie. Don Rickles in, is in it. Oh, Don Rickles. Don Rickles is so awesome in that movie. And it's like not a Don Rickles role at yeah. all, but he's in it and it's great. Alan King. Alan King. Alan King. Yeah. That's a good movie, man. Yeah. You should watch it, Jay. You really, really should watch it. Anyway. Everybody. All our Go watch listeners. <laughs> Do us a favor. Send us in like questions and stuff for next week, but lead it off with telling Jay he needs to watch Casino. <laughs> and we will we'll just parade him out. Uh, so, fantastic. All right. All right. Uh, that's that's our our cross examination. And now on to the news, I guess. This is this is the one legitimate news item we have. Go on. Uh, Pre-New York City Comic Con announcement, Jessica Jones Season 2 coming 2018. Yes, sir. No date given in 2018, uh, but we're fairly, we can be fairly confident saying either March or November. Yep. Because that's when they do their seasons. And that's the news. There you go. Um, well, well, we can. Uh, there's a couple things we could talk about. First off, let's kind of go back to Friday night when uh, Alan was kind enough to bring over his recently acquired Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. Of which you got a second one in the mail today and felt the need to tell us that when you haven't even gotten your first one yet. Well, update on that. So, <laughs> you know, I had that little drama with the shipping address and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So... <clears throat> You attack what it, them aggressively. Slow down, Tiger. Um, so, here's the deal. Alan got his. My order still said processing or whatever. Like, it wasn't shipped. It was expected to arrive today. So, like, Sunday rolls around and I'm like, all right. I know how the mail works, okay? <laughs> There's know, no way. I know how mail works. Uh, right? There's no way they're going to give me a shipping notification on a Sunday and it's going to arrive on Tuesday because I didn't yeah. pay for expedited. Sh- you know what I mean? I, I, you know, I got free shipping on this thing. So it's going to be whatever the standard bargain basement rate is. Oh, maybe we learned a lesson for next time. Then. Well, here's what. So I go, I go on the live chat and they tell me that uh, my order could not be fulfilled and they offered to cancel it 
And I said, no. This is, I attacked aggressively. Yes. I pounced hard. And I yeah. was like, that's unacceptable. I ordered this. Your system says it's there. I demand this order be fulfilled. Um, and they're like, well, it was a hot item in demand and we're out of stock. And I'm like, look, I don't care if I have to wait a little while. You're fulfilling this order because I don't want to look. I'm, I don't yeah. I know there's going to be more available and people are going to be able to get them. But I don't want to go wait in line. I have work. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want I to, ordered it. You said, right. OK, I'm looking at a confirmed order right now. I want what I paid for. So they documented it. Okay, well, we'll see what happens when it, we, we we expect more stock in the coming days, and, and we'll we'll fulfill your order. Okay, I mean that was pretty heated. The next day, actually today, okay. well, no, I don't know what day it was. I, it's it's hard to keep track of all this stuff. In any event, they they did not cancel the order. I got my shipping notification today, going through FedEx. I put the tracking number into FedEx, and I said, "Hold it, store." The request was approved to hold it at a store, which is right around the corner from my office. So it may be there right now. If not, it's expected tomorrow. It's a 24-hour Walmart? Uh, no, FedEx. FedEx oh. store. Okay. They'll hold it at a FedEx location. So Walmart, I will take back some of the things I said about you. Not all. I still think well, you're... I still hold think on you're, you actually have the physical product in yeah, your hand. Let me, yeah, once it's in hand, I'll... I reserve the right to take some of this praise back, but I mean, so just far... Cause, just because Walmart doesn't operate under the no-takes-backsies clause doesn't mean that you don't have to. You know, you know me and Walmart. We're not we're not chummy. No. I, I loathe Walmart. Yeah. But they did manage to get me an SNES Classic. Well... At least... At least... In theory, In theory. Have. Right now, it's like Schrodinger's cat right now. Yes. It may not exist. So we'll Very see. Possible. Wait till I open the box, and if it's in there, then we'll know. But, but Alan does have one. Yep, Alan has two now. He has two now. I guess that means he's a bigger Nintendo fan than you. You're adorable. Well, he's got two SNES classics, and you don't even have one. It's so. because he doesn't work all summer. <laughs> he can stay up late and get those pre-orders in when I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's fall, and he's working. Yeah, now the pre-orders are months. Well, that is months. <laughs> I'm just saying... Based on the factual evidence that we have at hand, Alan might be a better Nintendo fan than you. Oh, sir. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my uh, extension, extensive collection of, of Nintendo consoles that he does not have in his, in his repertoire. Do you have a SNES Classic? Uh, no. Alrighty then. But I Case do. closed. I have two <laughs> OG Super Nintendos, though. Not, why two? Because one is an original launch model. The other is a one-chip unit that came years later. The one chip unit has better RGB output, so when I do manage to get my uh, Frame Meister, which is a pricey object, but I will attain one, I will be able to have very, 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 very crisp, beautiful graphics natively out of the SNES into the Frame Meister onto my HDTV. Mm, how many games come preloaded in your Super None, Nintendo? because I still have well, a collection see, of Alan's cartridges. Got, Alan's got one that has all the games preloaded in it. I have half of those games in cartridge form. Yeah, but you got to get up, find the cartridge, take it out. But listen, Alan's just a better Super Nintendo fan than you. Let's talk about the getting up factor here for a moment. How long are those cables? (laughs) Getting up isn't going to be a problem because you got to have that thing in reach at all times. (laughs) Listen, sometimes in life we come across facts that are hard to accept. 
you might have to accept the fact that Alan's a better Nintendo fan than you. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so Alan brought us Super Nintendo over. After we played a couple uh, regular tabletop games, we switched over to Super Nintendo. <laughs> what? What? Switched over? Nintendo switched Meh. over? <laughs> it doesn't work there. Um, it still applies, man. <laughs> It's still good. It's still, still good. good. It's still good. <laughs> uh, so we dug into the okay. goodness, nostalgia goodness, but still just plain goodness that was from Nintendo. Still, for my money, pound for pound, the best video game system ever made. No argument from me whatsoever. Absolutely yeah. my favorite console with my favorite lineup of games ever. The games were like just advanced enough. Yeah. Oh man. Just a little more polished enough than eight bit. And it was just, it was I good. Was, I don't know. It was quite a step up actually. Like eight bit, you know, is what we knew. The 16 bit jump I feel was the big quantum leap. Yeah, it was because back in the day, like from one generation to the next, there was a night and day difference in graphics. Yeah. 32 bit. See, the thing with the 32 bit to, well, and 32 slash 64, let's call it that because that's kind of Nintendo decided to skip the 32 and just went right to 64. (laughs) But the PlayStation and the N64 were the same era. Um, It was kind of a weird mishmash. Games became 3D, but they had really muddy textures and the games, that play style wasn't perfect. Art style that programmers were learning. Yeah. So, So the last, to me, the last real golden, the big jump that really ushered in a golden age was the 16-bit era. Yeah. And for me, the SNES was just the king. And this classic, dude, 21 games out of... We said it before. You you can cry about Chrono Trigger all you want, but, like, this this little thing is stacked. It's stacked. Yeah, the only... The only thing I kind of bat an eye at is two Kirby games. I, I could f- see one. I feel you. I could see one sure. easily. I hear you. Two. Mm. Well, I've seen a lot of discussion mm. on the interwebs. No, no I, mm. I'm not disagreeing. I'm totally not disagreeing at no, all. No, no, I know. But uh, the problem is, like, some people. <coughs> excuse me. Some people were like, "What about Turtles in Time? Turtles in Time was yeah." There's whole like licensing. Do you, do you have any idea how there. complicated those yeah. rights probably are? Yep. Not a chance that was going to happen. Yeah. No way. Um, likewise, and then, you know, Mortal Kombat 2 would have been nice. There's no way they're putting that on yeah. this tchotchke console for the kids. You know, Street that, Fighter gets a pass because it's not violently... Yeah, it's not bloody. No, not really. You hit a guy hard enough, they puke, but... Yeah, yeah. and well, and the battle damage portraits, but that's whatever. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to Mortal no, Kombat 2. not at all. Not at all. So, like, oh, look, Ryu has a scrape on his cheek. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, Scorpion has no head. Uh-huh. So we can nitpick the lineup all we want, but man, I'll tell you. No, lineup is solid. Lineup the, is... Lineup is solid. I, th- I thought, the, I thought uh, visually, with the frames and all that, the border, yeah, the, 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 the NES class didn't nice. have those. Yeah, that was a really nice addition. Like, I would have just put the wood grain frame on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just left it. That's um, that's the one. I thought the graphics on HDTV were yeah, spectacular. They were spectacular. I was, I mean, seriously, I was, we, yeah. and we played with the CRT filter on the the old school filter. Which drives me crazy. I love it. I thought it looked. I thought it. But looked, it was still even with that on. It was fantastic. I, I thought it looked great. I really, I was kind of stunned at how how really nice it looked. Yeah. 
but I'm a sucker for that era. That's my favorite era. Pixel art like that gets me that you're going to win me over almost every time with with that art style. Yeah. And this is the golden age, man. Has, I thought the games just looked tremendous. What's the pixel perfect option? Okay, so here's the deal. Because I saw CRTs, when you were going through the options. Let me explain CRTs to you versus the TVs we now have today, right? Well, I know how they work. Pe- our audience might not. Okay. Well, the difference in Pixel Perfect versus not. So, <clears throat> your CRT television, the old school big mamma jamma tubes, yeah. they did not have perfectly square pixels. They were Their pixels are slightly wider than they are tall. Okay. So, on a modern television... It has no idea how to interpolate that. All right. So if you were to play certain games on a modern television, um, you can see it in games like uh, Ninja Gaiden Castlevania with the energy yep. bar, with the little mm-hmm. red lines. Some will be wider than others. You'll see inconsistent pixel sizes. Okay. So if you play in 4x3 mode. Okay. Because it irregularly stretches them. Yeah. It doesn't know how to do it. It just it just doesn't. Your TV doesn't know how to do it. The system doesn't know how to do it. Pixel perfect mode rectifies that and squares the whole thing. It makes all the pixels an equal size. So what you get is perfect pixels, but the picture will be slightly narrower. So everything's a little squished together. Okay. It's a perfect like the screen essentially yeah. becomes a perfect square. So when they developed the games, they obviously programmed them for a CRT. Yeah. So when they programmed a circle. It was made, you know, a circle on a CRT. When you put it into pixel perfect mode, it may appear to be a little oblong. Gotcha. Okay. So that is the drawback to the pixel perfect mode. Looks great. I'm sure it, it does. I mean, it looks yeah. it looks pixel perfect, but uh, just maybe not quite what you remember. Yeah. A little like oddity to it. Yep. I would probably just play with the smoother on. That'd be fine with me. See, I don't like smoothers. Um, I, I like to me the C, the CRT filter is the way to go with the scan lines. I used to be against them, but now I'm into them because they really do kind of again getting back to how the games were programmed and developed. They were developed on CRTs. CRTs had scan lines. Art styles on the NES in particular, um, they did a lot of tricks with the sprites and the backgrounds and yeah. the color palette available. And remember sprite flickering and all that. Yep. Uh. Be- i.e. any Mega Man game right, right. Really. but on a CRT <clears throat> they used that to, to great effect because yeah. they knew the refresh rate on that television and they programmed it such that it would be part of the presentation on a new display it, it's really not the same um, it's very different actually it, it, it takes away so I like CRT filters now with scan lines and stuff because it kind of preserves the original presentation to a degree I kind of, I've come full circle on them. I used to hate okay. them. I used to yeah. love the real, real sharp pixel look. Now I'm kind of coming back around. Yep. So, what did we start with? Street Fighter Two. Did we start Turbo. with Street Fighter G Turbo? Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah, and it was great. It was good times. It was great. Now we've played that before here on my Super Nintendo. Yes, and I got to tell you, on the mini or the yeah the mini classic whatever. Do we um, play? Turbo or did we play I have turbo. Super? I have Turbo. Okay. I don't have Super, unfortunately. Um, it looks so much better on the Mini because I don't have an HDMI. I'm not set yeah. up for it. So when you just go out of the yellow cable into your, into your HDTV, you're getting a terrible signal yeah. blowing up all big. It's like a big old smudge of Vaseline over the whole picture, you know? Yep. The classic looked... It looked gorgeous. Yeah. 
It was uh, really enjoyable playing that. Controllers were not ideal. For Street Fighter, for me, not. yeah, for, for you, me. for a seasoned but veteran, you guys were fine with it, yeah. Like I didn't even use the SNES controllers back in the day. So you said I had a different. It was like a third party controller, a little bulkier, mm-hmm. easier to get like your your hands around. Um, so yeah, but no, that was that was a lot of fun to play. Remembering the little things that were included in that version and were not in that version quite as of yet. E Honda's evil in that version. <laughs> He's so overpowered. He is cheap. <laughs> you just hundred just hand him slap in the corner, across the screen. Hand slap, keep moving forward. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Savage. Yep. And then we moved on to Mario Kart. Oh. <laughs> Which Alan and I had a great time with. I hated you, it. You not you like straight up just spewed vitriol at it. Uh, wow. Is it not good? <laughs> it's great. Oh, dude, it is great. As a dude, who, I, and I say this as a devout Mario yeah. Kart fanatic, Mario Kart 8, man, I love it. 7, I loved. Love the one on, on Wii. I, I, even the Wii version I love with the <laughs> stupid steering controls. I even love that game. 64. Ah, uh, 64. My jam. Battle that's, mode. It's when they started uh, exploring experimenting with stuff and making stuff different they actually had like actual 3d graphics yeah they could go with not for nothing i uh, take a drink <laughs> um that might be the first one today though so that's pretty good that's true uh some of those turns are kind of hard to judge when everything is just a flat surface a little bit the mode seven thing but the thing, the thing is at the time man mode that like blew our minds yeah like wait i can do what we could spin or what what yeah. um here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> Luigi and I, 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 as a kid I always picked Mario just because that's yep, you know by default Mario. and he you know he's a, he's a safe driver hadn't really developed your taste yet right right yeah and he controls pretty well tight turns and he's just a good all around driver yeah me with my Mario Kart 8 you know veteranness. yeah I'm gonna roll with Luigi no he's terrible <laughs> Oh my god, he you slides all over the course. All over the place. Then I picked, oh, I'll try Yoshi. Worst decision. He's <laughs> even worse than Luigi. Oh man, I was not having a good time. Al and I were having a blast. I uh, took a good Koopa for, Troopa. Good, good. I think I lost maybe one race. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> real good. Um, I have to say, though, man, uh, the music and stuff and uh, brought, brought, brought me back. Yeah, it's still such a great game. We didn't... I was surprised we didn't do battle mode. I know. We should have. Battle mode is... You know what that, we'll do. Oh, you know what we'll do. But what? What we going to do? We'll save that for 64 when I get my 64 hooked up. <laughs> when the N64 Classic comes no, out? No, we'll just do it. We'll, we'll just do it here one of these nights. All right. Because that... Oh, yeah. 64 battle mode. I, I don't think I ever played Mario Kart 64. Oof. I've heard, kind of I've heard like, it's kind of okay. the crown jewel of the series. Kind of like uh, how Metroid didn't really become Metroid until Super Metroid. Yeah. Mario Same Kart thing. didn't really become Mario Kart yeah, yeah. until Mario Kart 64 defined the franchise going forward. Yep. So, anyway. So, um, and then we moved on to Contra. Oh, Contra. <laughs> the Alien the Wars. Alien Wars. That game is so awesome. Dude, like. We must oh, attack aggressively. I forgot all about the attract mode where they do a little cinema. You get yep. it, what a, what a what a wonderful presentation of that attract mode by the way. Like 
big graphics, big, big, you yep. know, big drawn the alien art. Wars, just like yeah, scrolling across, across scrolling the screen. screen, and then um, the Earth gets nuked by by Red Falcon or whatever they're called, the yep. alien race, and then Lance and what are their names? Lance and I, Butch. I don't, I don't know. know, something like that. We'll say orange and blue. We must take revenge. Yes. Let's attack aggressively. <laughs> English is the best. Uh, gotta love localization. Oh, it's fantastic. But the game just holds up so well. Oh, dude, it's Contra. Um, like, yeah. it's timeless. It allows you to strike a pose. But the, was it the first Contra where you could get two weapons? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, did Super C have two weapons? Mm, I gotta check on that. I'm not sure. But no. either way... You couldn't do the pose in Super C. No, you couldn't pose. <laughs> Hit the two shoulder buttons and you're just sitting there with your guns out. Uh-huh. And then if you jump when you do that, you, you can fire them both at once. Yeah. The the top down stage was a little disorienting at first. It is. You have to know t- you gotta remember like, oh okay, yeah, this tank is controls. How. Yeah. It, it, so yeah, with the left and the right triggers yep. to kind of steer yourself around and then follow the arrows to their destinations because you can only yeah. see so much of the screen at once. No map. That would have been helpful. How that huh? boss fight stunk, though. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was hard. How much crap do you think we would have caught from our younger selves for how many times we died on that first a stage? A lot. A lot. Yeah. Having, in fairness, though, even young, I died a lot until you learn the level and you master it and then you learn how to use and you just know it. Yeah. At, at my age now? No, nah, dude, nah, I ain't got nah, time for that. Nah. I'm sorry. Great game. Yeah. But I, I can't yeah. just memorize the level like that anymore. You uh, you ran over me with a tank. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know you could do that. Three times. Well, you know, you shouldn't have been standing there. I think you made a point. No. You? But the cannon, you see, I didn't know that it, it shot recoil. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a shame. Sorry about that. Yeah. Contra, I... The game was so great, I really enjoyed it, but it was funny. When I'm driving home, I was like, I kind of want to play Metal Slug now. See, I didn't play Metal Slug till years later, so Contra for me is still like the pure form. Well, yeah, Contra was first. Right. But like just the, the art style and the animation of Metal Slug is yeah. so gorgeous. Yeah, and it's more a little more humorous a little bit. Yeah. Presentation's a little more yeah. goofy. Um, but yeah, Contra's awesome. Yeah. Contra's amazing. Uh, we didn't uh, d- dive into any of the platformers or anything, but we... Uh, yeah, you guys did... Did you guys do some Donkey Kong? I think Alan fired it up, but we didn't really play it. F- oh, yeah, we kind of blew your mind. So, you kind of remarked that, isn't it interesting that Donkey Kong... What, what did you say? Oh, the Donkey... Oh, yeah. Hang on. It, was not, it wasn't... Well, it was, there, there's a connection here. We were playing Mario Kart, and you remarked... That the Donkey Kong that was in Mario Kart was actually looked like Donkey Kong Jr. from the arcade because, because he, had, he had the white singlet on. Right. And this is before they made Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Mario Kart 6, Mario Kart that is. And then the funny thing about that is that I told you that the the Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong Country isn't even the original Donkey Kong. Yeah, that was like I was like, "What? Cranky Kong, the old grandfather in the rocking chair in Donkey Kong Country is the original Donkey Kong." See, I have to call shenanigans on that. Go on. Because Cranky Kong is an old crotchety Kong yeah. in a rocking chair, long gray hair, cane, everything, which indicates that he has aged. Mario has not. Mario has What the hell? Mario went to the, the Mushroom Kingdom, where I think you just kind of stay. It's like it's like Neverland, mm. I think. Mm. 
I'm guessing. Mm. Then again, Mario uh, in canon, apparently, I, I would retcon this, just put that out there. <laughs> Mario and Luigi were brought to the Mushroom Kingdom as babies, according to Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. So did they then leave the I Mushroom Kingdom to I, go learn the plumbing trade? I, and- I'm throwing my hands up here. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Nintendo, okay. so I don't think they think these things through too much. All right. Whatever makes for a good game, they do. Okay. Yep. Sure. Just You just got to kind of roll with it. Where was the game where they got to use the Super Scope 6 and had to fight Dennis Hopper? Oh, God. I don't... Uh, oh, 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 oh. I, saw that. <laughs> I thought you were being serious for a second. I was like, oh, that, 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 he did have that in the movie, didn't they? Yep. That's a shame. Yeah. Then we fired up Secret of Mana. Yeah. And I never, that was way before I got into role-playing games, so oh. you guys were going crazy over that. And relatively so. The game is gorgeous. And Man. The music score the to it is incredible. And it's just. I love that game. I played that game to death back when. Yeah. When it was new. And honestly, I have not really gone back to it since. Firing that up again. And just hearing the music and the yep. oh my god, dude, that game is a treasure, unbelievable. It's 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 a that's a solid fifty dollar cartridge if you try and buy it now, used obviously used. Um, you know you got your commons that are like yeah. eight, eight to ten bucks. This one's a fifty banger, and when you see it and hear it, you know why. It's uh just it's good. It's oh, it's magical. Secret of Man is so good. Ah. <laughs> uh, why didn't they make a good sequel? <laughs> There's like four versions, four games that came after. I don't like any of them. That like, sucks. Legend of Mana, I think, on PlayStation. I was like, oh, this new Mana game, it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Was the fourth one called like Unlimited Salad and Breadsticks? It, no, no, I'm, I'm confused. Mana's Bread. Uh, uh, oh, see what I did there. See what you did there. Secret of Mana, the, the land of milk and honey. Yep. Okay. In any case, the uh, Super Nintendo Classic gets my thorough recommendation. And uh, I know they're sold out right now, but uh, stores have said they're getting more stock uh, in the days and weeks ahead going into the holidays. So don't be uh, intimidated or frustrated that you're going to have another chance to get one. So go go for it. Yep. If you can. I, me, I work. So, <laughs> you know... If if you work, I I well then you're I I feel your pain. If not, get out of the house in the morning. Go line up at Toys R Us or something. So in other words, you just want to like hire a kid. You could do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> Kids were cheap. They don't know. It. They don't know what their time is worth. Uh, that opens doors. That's a great idea. <laughs> See now you're kicking yourself for not having there. Don't you have like? Well, kids have school. Yeah, but they got, they got school and stuff. But they don't want to go to school. No, they don't want to go to school. If I, if, if I, if I asked a you know, kid, like, hey, do you want to go to school? Do you want to go stand in line at Target for, you know, four hours? Now, you're probably going to have to pay the kid. Yeah, but again, they don't know what... they don't. They, kids don't know what their time is worth. If I offer him 10 bucks, he'll do it. Might be surprised. Kids say you're a little smarter than that. Because they all got the freaking internet. You know minimum wages. They don't know what minimum wage is. <laughs> All right, so yeah, definitely Super Nintendo was a lot of fun. Would definitely recommend it. Um, another thing we can kind of cover is 
an issue of a comic. And ah. now, granted, we apologize. We know we always say we're going to review Daredevil comics. And even though one of us keeps up with the Daredevil I'm comics. caught up. You're fully week's. caught up? Yeah. Well, this 26? Uh, it's right there. Right behind you. Yep, that's the most recent one. Yeah. Yeah. Bless Excuse me. It is the first part of a three-parter. Yeah. Do we want to maybe wait till we finish her off? or do you we, want can, we can say we'll wait. Or, you know, we're just probably not going to do it. <laughs> not have no desire, but... We'll, we'll, we'll go. Yeah. Okay. But um, the big... Uh, Drew, I'm so tired of events. This isn't an event, though. It is. It's 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 not, an event. It's one issue. That's it's an event. But it's not really the an whole event. legacy thing. It's an event anyway. But even though we're both tired of events, yeah. this issue kind of took us both by surprise, and that's Marvel Legacy number one, which came out last week. Yes. So this felt like. I don't want to say classic Marvel, but a little more traditional Marvel. Sure. Which I think yeah. is the point. The only thing about this issue I wasn't too crazy about was the uh, like the 1 million BC Avengers. Okay. I kind of dug that. Like, uh, eh. the, the one that really... The, the two that stuck out to me that annoyed me the most were the Iron Fist. Okay. Because Kung Fu hasn't been invented yet. You, you, and, but Kun Lun had been. And, and he's not Shang-Chi. He's, he's no, I know it's not. So it's yeah. not Kung Fu. Um, And the the Black Panther, because have Panthers even evolved yet? That's a good point. I'm not going to overthink it. Okay. But, I, but point taken. All right. Just saying. But they did you, you did get a Ghost Rider. The Ghost Rider riding a woolly mammoth does That's not. That's kind of awesome, actually. <laughs> On paper, you say, I, I got have an idea. Ghost Rider rides a, a woolly mammoth. Okay. Let's do it. Lucas likes it. <laughs> Odin. Odin makes sense because, you know. Odin. The star brand. Man, I can't believe of all the things. That they kept around from the new universe. I can't believe that that star brand is still hanging around. Granted, it's a whole different take on it, but they that they yeah. integrated that at all is kind of kind of amazing. Yeah. Um. It. So basically, they entrapped or or in, they defeated and trapped a celestial. Which kids uh, watch Guardians of the Galaxy? If you don't know what a celestial is, they yeah. are the they are these gigantic beings, amazingly designed by Jack Kirby in, in some of his wildest, crazy. Yep. They are quintessential Kirby artwork that seeded the universe essentially of life, kind of more or less. Yeah, and one came to Earth in one million BC, and it was going to destroy the Earth for some reason. Yeah, and the Avengers of one million BC. They don't do they call themselves that as such? Not really. They just kind of no, get together. But, yeah. And they defeat it, and they trap it, and they seal it away. Yep. Well, we know how that works out. Usually, one million years later, it's it's coming back. Yeah. And we've got the the two biggest things about this issue are one, the return of Wolverine. 
proper Wolverine. Yes, Wolverine proper, which, not going to lie, felt good to see him again. I'm happy to see Wolvie. He uh, just kind of, you know, made his presence known yep. in a big beer truck. Yeah. Does it, does it kind of hurt you to think that Wolverine just drinks whatever beer is probably available to him? Um, as as no... He was created before the craft thing started, <laughs> so, you know, plus he's kind of a gruff, don't care kind of guy. Yeah. Then again, you know, if if he can't really get drunk because of his healing factor, or he or he gets drunk slower, yeah. he might want something with a more with a higher ABV. He might want to get into craft beer. There you go. Drinking light beer ain't going to do anything for you, Wolvie. <laughs> Just putting that out there, buddy. So yeah, so Wolverine's back. He's back. Um, and then the sort of return of the Fantastic Four. In multiple ways. Yes. First, we get Johnny and the thing in the Baxter building. Johnny showed, shooting up the, the, the four the flare. flare. Yeah. yeah. And, he Which, sa- and, and they say, we're reforming the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And it just felt good to see. Like, the dialogue of that scene was great. And just seeing the, the signal flare of the Fantastic Four again in a Marvel comic just felt really good. They've, they've been missing. And yes. it's felt like they've been missing. So yeah. to see them, look, it looks like they're coming back. Good. Yeah. That's and how the Marvel Universe should be. Even though it's not a comic that I read, it should be out there. It absolutely should be out there, and I would prefer that it... I want it to be a comic book I read. Yeah. And I have great runs of it, uh, you know, in my collection. Like, the the, the Mark Wade uh, uh, Waringo run is... Mm-hmm. That run rules. It rules so hard. It's really good. And I miss that aspect of the Marvel Universe, but it looks like it might be coming back. Yeah. That's exciting. And then at the end of the book, we have Franklin and Valerian... Franklin and Valeria. The and children of Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Correct. Jotting around in the cosmos. And Valeria kind of narrates the whole issue. Yeah. We don't find out it's her until the end. Yeah. But it seems like maybe Reed and Sue have been, you know, they've been off doing universal, multi-universal stuff. Maybe they're bored and time to come home. But we do know that the celestial threat is coming and our heroes are going to have to band together to take it down. Yep. So... We we get some Thor, she Thor, she Thor, uh, Loki. Yep. Um, Sam is around. No longer Sam, Captain America. He's back to being Falcon. Cap he still has a shield though. Uh, does he? Is I think it was like was it like his last day as Cap or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. Steve is on the road, discovering America. Yeah, that old trope. But. That book will be written by Mark Wade with yeah. Samney on art, and that can't go wrong. Nope, that should be Mark fantastic. Um, the, the the team that gave us a good Daredevil run there. Yep. So I'm excited for that. Um, I don't know. I it felt to me like this is Marvel's trying to put things back where they should be. Yeah, and I don't and I, I don't misconstrue that. By the way. And I'm not one of those guys that's, I don't want diversity in my comics, because that, you, yeah. you know that's out there. No, no, yeah, I know. And that ain't that at all. I yeah. just feel like there's been something missing from the Marvel Universe for a while, and now it feels like it's all kind of coming back. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. 
It was it was funny to see the scene where Norman Osborn just trying to break into the Sanctum Sanctorum. Oh, I mean, we got Doctor Strange. Actually. There was um, in the last issue of Spider Man. It was like a one off story for Norman Osborn because he recently suffered a defeat at the hands of the old Wall Crawler, and it's got him like he does you know, wandering the Earth searching for answers. And he actually went to where Strange, um, uh, trained in the Mystic Arts. Oh, and, okay. Like. There were three three ancients there. And he's like, you know, I want to train and whatnot. And the whole issue is him, like, training and learning the mystic arts and everything. And it ends with him, like, teleporting Spider-Man there and finally defeating him. And then the whole thing was just, like, a test. The three ancients were judging his character. So he failed. So, like, the whole thing was just, like, a hallucination. Yeah. And he was turned away and denied... Okay. The knowledge of the mystic arts, but now he's kind of trying to like he knows what he got a taste of, and now he wants more. Yeah, I don't like that idea. I'm not super crit. The issue, as it was a as a one off, a self contained issue, was done. Really That's well. fine. I'm not super crazy about the idea either because you've got you've kind of got Doctor Doom out there doing that. Yeah, Norman, just go back to what you were. Just be but the green goblin. Just be the goblin and yeah. do goblin stuff. So, they're kind of starting to set up to return Spider-Man back to status quo. How so? Define status quo. Um, It seems that Parker Industries is collapsing, Ah, more or less. Ah, status quo. Okay. Because um, they pretty much invaded Latveria, because that's where Osborn was held up. And when it comes to Osborn, Peter makes... Exceptions. Rational, irrational sure decisions um so and that was like you know they pulled their shield contracts and everything and so and it was all over the news and like what happened with the whole clone thing also like they're kind of laying the the path for parker industries to go away and spider-man could kind of return to more or less parker status quo which is kind of annoying because i liked what they were kind of doing with them. I didn't Peter like it at first. Due, finally. Yeah, I didn't like it at first, but after a while, it kind of started to grew with me because I saw what they were doing. They were kind of turning Peter Parker into the Marvel version of Ted Cord. Ah, okay. Yeah. And it, it worked out really well. Um, one thing they are doing, which I, I enjoy because, you know, I have a love for the character. I like to see the character happy and whatnot. Uh, Peter and, uh, and uh, Mockingbird. Uh, Call me when Mary Jane's back in the fold, dude. I can't get it. She's off working with Stark. Yeah, that's weird on its own. Um, Whatever. Don't get me wrong. I, I want to see Peter and Mary Jane back yeah, together more than anyone else. We all do. Um, You, you mentioned S.H.I.E.L.D. They're they're kaput. They're done. It's all for now. Is it Tuesday already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, give me wait till Thursday. They'll be, they'll be back. Yeah. But uh, in Legacy, S.H.I.E.L.D. is effectively disbanded. Yeah. I give it a month. <laughs> Last time that happened, we got the Norman Osborn controlled hammer. Yeah. I'm sure it's happened one or two times since then as well. Maybe. So. Maybe. All in all, though, I I, I kind of like where this is all going. It's got going. me interested. I'm curious. It's got me Let's willing see. To, uh, to keep purchasing. There you go. Uh, but again, like the two, probably the two best Marvel comics I'm reading right now are Champions and Defenders. You've been a Champions guy for a while. Yeah. Um, Defenders, really I'm still behind it. on, so I'll catch up. Have you read any of it? Yes, first two issues. Okay. I know it's on like number five right now, so I will catch yeah. up. Yeah. It's good times. 
Good. All right. So, I mean, that's pretty much what we got to talk about since there was no news. Uh, so, that being said, Drew. Time to get to the heart of this matter, which is recapping Defenders Episode 7. Fish in the jailhouse. Kind of. Yeah. More like in the in the precinct. Yeah. But that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So um, Drew, what'd you think of this episode? Uh it's 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 good. Um I don't have a ton to say ab- about it to be honest. Um other than this is like where things all start to kind of come together like we've like they've been building towards. Yeah, this and is essentially the two hour season finale. Yeah, sort of like two that. Separate episodes. Even though this was a short episode, forty five minutes. But now we're also drawing uh our our supporting characters to the forefront as well. Yes. Misty is now more involved. Yep. Colleen, Colleen's directly involved. Claire. Claire's involved. And uh our our villains get to go one on one with our heroes. Yes, in a great fight scene. Cool fight scene. Uh, Madame Gao gets to show off some powers. Madame Gao taking on Luke Cage and Jessica Jones at the same time is pretty awesome. Uh, she can apparently do tele- telepathic stuff. She's got chi push. The the, the chi would... push. I like that. The chi push. push. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Pretty cool. But I mean, the, honestly, the whole second half of this episode is fighting essentially. Yeah. Which so I don't okay, have a whole what? lot. I don't have a whole lot to say about that. But there is some other interesting stuff here. Um, for instance, mo- mostly involving Matt. Yeah. First off, flashback with Stick and Electra. Yes. And Electra telling Stick, Matt won't turn. Yeah. He's not one of us. Not the way you want him to be. So he says to forget it. She can't. She loves him. So yeah. you know, we're kind of setting up all of our characters here. Uh, well, we're calling back and reinforcing that Matt is not a killer. He is. He won't turn to the hand ever. The dark or, side. Or to stick side to fight them. Yeah. He's on, he's on his own. He's his own man. Um, also, Foggy and Karen have very opposed viewpoints at this point of Matt's life. But they're and still Foggy, wanting the same end result. They, want, they both want Matt to be normal, but Foggy is accepting of daredevil and so far as to go and retrieve daredevil's costume for him and says basically i know you have to do this just remember that if anything happens with matt murdoch it affects me too yeah i don't but here go do your thing yeah i don't think it's so much accepting of daredevil is because like in his dialogue with karen he says if he does this Maybe this will be the end of it once and for all. Yeah. So he's kind of like, okay, go do this, get out of your system, then go. Back. And neither one, I, I don't think either one of them fully understand it yet. Where we see that Matt has come to a point, especially in this episode, where he simply looks at Karen and goes, this is my life. Yeah. He's finally fully accepted both Matthew Murdoch and Daredevil. And that, right. He has to do it. Yeah, and that that, that it, she says like you were so close to getting your life back together. It's like come on, and he just sets her straight. Karen, yeah. this is my life. This is it. Yeah, is, I love how Jessica always makes fun of the costume. Yeah, you know what, Jess? Uh, <laughs> stop with the eye rolling because you know what? 
Well, to be fair, it her and Luke don't have costumes, which is fine. Yes, if it wasn't true enough. But all, but what it does reinforce, though, when they when they are rolling together, Matt is the only guy in a costume. So, Danny, yeah. we're going to need you to get a costume, buddy. Listen, even if it's the tracksuit costume, which I hate, as long as it's something with a mask, please. Yeah. So, About Danny, yes. So Electra takes him down to the to the to the hole, and 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 shows him the the, yeah. the Kunlun text or whatever. Yep, the door, the door, and they're gonna fight. Yes, and she makes a you know she makes some pleas to him, but she's he's, trying to turn him. But he's the Iron Fist, and he's been bred for this. Yeah, and and we have another instance here of a character kind of accepting who they are. Yeah, they start fighting. Yep, Danny. Just go to the fist to start. Yes, but here's the we thing. see when he goes to the fist, he starts to spam it. Yeah, he spams the fist. And she punks him with it. Yeah. Because she gets what she wants. Yeah. I, my note said, Danny, you idiot. Use the fist, but use it responsibly. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, I don't have a whole ton. Yeah. Uh, so... Basically, it's it's good to see Misty getting involved here. I have a problem with I have one pro- small problem. What's up? Misty got this promotion, right? Like this new big yeah. task force. So, on the old job, she was getting crapped on, and like you, you're one screw up away, and blah blah blah. Yep. She gets promoted. Yeah. New job. She's still getting crapped on. Yeah, I mean, now she's probably above the people who are crapping on her in Luke Cage. Man, but not, there's not, always there's hey. always going to be. Give her a break. She's doing the best she can here. I know. Um, but to be fair, they kind of put her in a tough spot. I guess. She's, yeah. she's been over backwards trying to help him out, and then Luke Luke punches a hole in the precinct wall. And he does. Escapes with them. He. But she still she still uh, agrees to stall the cops. Yeah. When they get she to the Midland Center, on. so and Colleen shows up with a bag of boomsticks. Yeah, she's gonna blow that sucker up. Yep. And everyone seems to be a little afraid of that strategy. Until Matt kind of chimes in and is like, this, this is what we got to do. Makes sense. Surprising for Matt. I, uh, I, not as much with the journey he's kind of taken since the end of his second season. Okay. With the hand, like he realizes. He has seen some things now. Yeah. He fully appreciates. He, he knows that, and he knows that like there's. As far as the building goes, there's not going to be collateral damage because it's only like them and the hand there. Yeah. Um, so his decision makes sense okay. for where the character has come from to okay. where the character is going. That's fair. Um, so really, we got a lot of fights. We got Luke Cage doing some cool stuff, like putting on a gas fire with his hand. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then Danny... Uh, it's unclear. We'll, I guess we'll find it in, the, in the next episode, but it looks to me like he put his fist into the portal or whatever it is, and he flies through. And when he wakes up, he is in the heart of a, j- a dragon skeleton. He is in. So I'm assuming he is in Kunlun, or he's just as I interpreted when I first saw the episode. He's found the the remains of Shao Lao the Undying, which is how he got his powers. Yes. Okay. So. Is this the substance? Is Shao Lao the substance that, I uh, mean, he's the I, undying. I didn't think about. gray powder that they put that. in. The bones are looking gray. 
I didn't think about that. Touche, sir. Alrighty. But there's a problem with that. What's up? Shall I look pretty dead? I know. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. It's, it's a fair point. I'm not going to deny it. Okay. You know, shall I the undying maybe a title only? Yeah, he looked, he looked kind of dead, but I did like how they uh, panned out, and he was his and it skeleton was, uh, was in the, the emblem, the Iron Fist yeah. emblem, but in skeleton form. So I don't, I don't think it's so much a portal, okay, as it is more or less a, a tomb. Oh, oh, but then okay, how does Shalau move between this realm and Kumla? I don't know. There's, lots, I'm gonna watch a lot of stuff. I'm gonna watch the next episode, and I'll find. I'll let you know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But all in all, this was a, a, a this was a good episode. I liked it a lot. And yeah. uh, I've said it before. Some people don't like this portrayal of Electra, but I think uh, Lodi Young is great. No, she's she's rocking it. Um, like my first watcher on this, I'm like, how much of this is actually Electra, and how much of this is like kind of residue from what the hand did to her? <sighs> that, so. well, to be fair, I th- I I think it it it's very much in her personality to act this way. Yeah. It is. It and is. And then add in the hand taking advantage of her, and now you have her at, at like yeah. this. So don't don't think that she's brainwashed. I don't think she is. I think she's fully aware right now of who she is, what she's doing, and why she's doing it. Yeah. In my opinion. So. Alrighty. So next week. Yeah. Finish up defenders. Excited. And we got some we got some time to kill between now and the Punisher. Well, still we'll, haven't begun an official Punisher day. We know it's November, but we'll think of some stuff. We got you covered. We always bring good stuff for you. Always. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us again. Thank you for enduring another uh, rant in the opening of the show. We appreciate it. If you would like to contact us, communicate with us, send us questions, send us comments to be read on the air, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com. Or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, thedevilsdopodcast.com. Drew, any last thoughts? Uh, just to bring things home, my last thoughts. Be excellent to each other. Yep. And party always. Always. Court is adjourned.